Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to our uh, joint banquet for awards and scholarships for 2022. My name is Gabriel Lopez Cafati, and I am chair of the Education Leadership and Scholarships Committee. Thank you. I have the pleasure of introducing my um, co-host of the evening, Mrs. Barbara Brown. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the awards committee. My name is Barbara Brown, and I'm chair of the awards this year. At this time, I would like to um, introduce one of our committee members, Nancy Folsom. She will do the invocation of the blessing. Let's bow our heads. Our God, our Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to come and to show honor to those in our agency who have made the world a better place for blind individuals. We thank you, God, for this food. We thank you for the friendships and the love that we have here. Guide us through this evening and in all that we do. In your son's name, amen. Good evening, everybody. So we have two sponsors tonight. We have sponsors throughout the convention. Um, so Dan will be talking about them throughout the convention. And I am here to introduce two of them tonight to, to you guys. One is our gold sponsor, sponsor for $1,000, Vanda Pharmaceuticals. And we really appreciate their friendship and their generosity. They've been a sponsor for the last couple of years. So thank you to Vicki. She's going to come up and talk in just a second. And I'm not sure, but um, Paula Roberts from Disability Rights, they're our silver sponsor for $500. And this is so awesome. They've been a sponsor in the past, and we just really appreciate their friendship and generosity. There is more to come tomorrow morning. Stay tuned. There is a sponsorship board before you go into the exhibit hall. If you happen to see it or you guys could take a picture, that would be great to thank all of our sponsors. It's really, truly um, a privilege for them to sponsor our Florida Council of the Blind Convention. And I'm going to turn it over to Vicki right now. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you for inviting me again this year. I was here last year um, for the first time, so this is my first, uh, second year. And it's the 69th, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's terrific. So congratulations. My name's Vicki Preddy, and I'm a nurse educator with Vanda Pharmaceuticals. I'm a registered nurse. And many of you already know us, but um, just I'll give you a quick reminder of who Vanda is. Um, Vanda's a, a biopharmaceutical company that conducts research and provides education and support for a condition called non-24-hour sleep-wake disorder. Does anybody know the short name for that? Very good. <laughs> We're getting the message across. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's the word non, N-O-N, and the number 24. I always like to make that clear because sometimes it gets confused. The word non is confused with the number nine. <laughs> But research tells us that 7 out of 10 people living with total blindness have non-24. 
However, we know from real world experience that people with low vision can have non-24 as well. Without light perception or when light perception is low, a misalignment can develop between our internal body clock and a normal 24-hour day-night cycle. And that's because our internal clock relies on light information from the external environment to maintain alignment with a 24-hour day. When a body clock misalignment develops, a person may experience sleep disturbances with symptoms that include difficulty falling asleep at night, difficulty staying asleep at night, and lots of sleepiness during the day. So those are the three most common symptoms of non-24. As you might imagine, someone who struggles to stay awake during the day might not be able to participate in routine activities such as going to school or work, learning new skills, and then spending time with family and friends. So my role as a nurse educator is to provide education and raise awareness of non-24 and to raise awareness of the no-cost support services offered by Vanda for this condition. So I invite you to visit me at my exhibit booth. I am located when you walk straight in. I'm off to the right a little bit in that center section. So please come by and uh, learn more about non-24 if you're interested in it. Um, and if you're also interested in scheduling a presentation at one of your local support meetings or a group that you belong to, I can talk with you about that as well. So thank you for having me. Have a great evening. Thank you. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you. Thank you, Vicki, again for being our gold sponsor to Vanda Pharmaceuticals. Yay! I think a hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Hooray! That's from my, my father-in-law that just passed in January. So he's up there smiling on all of us. So thank you. And thank you again to Paula Roberts for disability rights. Is she in the room at all? Right here. Oh, she is here. Right here. Awesome. Thank you, Paula. Here you go. Thank, thank you. you. Good evening, everyone. I am Paula Roberts. I am the External Affairs Coordinator with Disability Rights Florida. On behalf of our Executive Director, Peter Sleesman, and the staff of Disability Rights Florida, we are certainly elated to be here with you this evening. It is always indeed a pleasure to be amongst friends and to let you know that we are here in support of, of all the wonderful things that the Florida Council of the Blind does for the visually impaired. Um, I spoke with many of you this morning at the presentation uh, to talk about many of the services um, that Disability Rights Florida does across the state of Florida. We are a part of the National Disability Rights Network in which in all 50 states, there is what we call a protection and advocacy system. Disability Rights Florida is the designated protection and advocacy system for the state of Florida. Where we provide services, information, resources across all disabilities. 
regardless of the age, regardless of where you live in Florida, we are here to provide services to you and advocate on your behalf for the things that you need. Um, Disability Rights Florida is working to create a state as well as being influenced in this world so that everyone can be a part of and treat it dignity, with dignity wherever you go. Equality is important and especially being treated with respect and with honor and given the opportunities that many people are afforded across this nation. Whether it's where you live, your voting rights, self-determination, freedom of choice, education, housing, whatever. We are here to advocate for you. But the best part about it, and the thing that I love most after being with disability rights for 16 years, it stays free and confidential. Any service we provide, whether it's just providing you with information, providing you with advocacy services where an advocate works with you to help you with the issues that you come across, or if we see a need, even legal services, it's absolutely free. We have been, um, I want to say blessed, to have grown from eight grants to now almost 12 grants over the course of the years. We have extended our programs to even have what we call the rep payee program, where you may have a payee representative handling your finances. We have federal authority to do audits to make sure those people are doing what they're supposed to be doing with your money. We've been afforded the opportunity with assisting with the COVID-19 vaccinations, educating you on whether or not it's appropriate for you, giving you that choice for you to make the determination. And if you so, so choose, even helping you by providing transportation to the vaccination sites, providing for the hearing impaired ASL interpreters, for the visually impaired, making sure that it is accessible and you know what is going on at all times. And all you have to do is give us a call. If you don't want to call us, we can be reached via the web. So we're, tr and on our website, we have made it our priority to be accessible to all. We continue to try to do the best that we can for you, again, in the state and in DC. And right now we have a public input survey that we have online. And I mentioned this because we need your input. We want your voice to be heard. We want to address your concerns. And it's times like these when we can collaborate with Florida Council of the Blind to make sure we come together to make sure we address the needs that you have. So again, thank you for the opportunity to come before you. If you need us, please reach out to us. I always tell people the only thing it's going to cost you is a little bit of time to tell us how we can best help you. Thank you. Thank you, Paula, for your continued collaboration and all the uh, tireless efforts that you do throughout the state of Florida. Thank you for hearing us and speaking our language. 
I have chaired on several occasions and I'm waiting to be reappointed to the Rehabilitation Council for the Blind. And one of our most valuable members is uh, Mr. Bell, uh, who represents Disability Rights Florida, who, and they spend their time and their staff resources to make services for blind people in the state of Florida better. And I think we should thank them for that. Good evening, everyone. This is Barbara Brown, Chair of the Awards Committee. We will do our dinner now, and shortly after dinner, we will be started with the award presentations. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your meal. And towards the end, uh, we're going to start the program with uh, the special recognitions that we have for tonight, awards and scholarships. Thank you. And before we before we enjoy dinner, I meant to say something. Please give a huge shout out to everyone, um, starting with Rick Morin and everyone listening through ACB Media. I'm going to try not to, but remember, we are the Florida Council of the Blind. I am visually impaired, and sometimes I'm also directionally challenged. <laughs> Just speak who I am, Cassandra, or just why I'm here for a minute, or hope everyone's having a great time, or what do you want me to say? Nancy Folsom. Hi, I'm Kathy Salemi. I hope everyone's having a wonderful time. Uh, David Brown. Barbara Brown, Jacksonville, Florida. My name is Gabriel Lopez Cafati. You all heard me earlier. I'm the chair of the Education, Leadership, and Scholarships Committee for the Florida Council of the Blind. Hey, everyone on Zoom. I am Anthony Corona, and I am the brand new chair of the Governmental Affairs Committee. I'm Mary Tyson. Um, I'm, the, I'm brand new on the scholarship committee, so I'm very excited about that. Brand new. And I'm also recording secretary for Florida Council of the Blind. I'm Randy Reed. I am also on the scholarship committee. Give it up. Give it up. No, give it up for the head table, you guys. All right, here we go. We're going to start with this table right here. Just pass it around. Really? I'm Mary Harrelson with Pinellas Council of the Blind. Pass it to your left. I'm Eugene Backey, president of the Pinellas Council of the Blind. I'm Sharon Young, treasurer for, for Pinellas Council of the Blind. Hi, I'm Joanne Zucker from Pinellas Council. <laughs> First timer. Yeah. Right. Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lindberg with the Pinellas Council of the Blind and also my guide dog Goldie is laying here at my side. Hello everybody, my name is Christy Delmonico and I am the Independent Living Skills and Braille Coordinator for New Vision for Independence. Oh no. Oh yeah. I'm Scott Foxall. I work with New Vision for Independence Support Service Coordinator. Hi, I'm Jane Marabola. I work for New Vision for Independence as the Youth Services Coordinator. I'm Tony Benfato Moore. I am the staff driver for New Vision for Independence. 
I am Cindy North, and I am a case manager at New Vision for Independence. Hi, I'm Chris Rose, and I'm a supporter of the FCB. I'm Chantal Buck, the CEO of New Vision for Independence. You guys give it up for New Vision. Shay showed up. <laughs> and you guys, Emily Rose was one of ours, and New Vision came up and showed up and showed out. Give it up for them. And her son is here. So really give it up. A great big round of applause. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I'm just going to keep going right on around, and hopefully I'm not visually challenged. <laughs> To start with you, and if you want, okay. say your name. Say your name. What's your name? Hi, my name is Kurt Cordell, <laughs> and, and Kurt Cordell is Patty Cordell's husband, and I am the first sister. <laughs> she loves saying that. Um, I don't know who I am right now. I am Sheila Young and president of this crazy crowd. <laughs> and I'm Pam Shaw. I'm here from Pennsylvania. I, and I just found out that I'm Sheila Young's sister. She is the white sheep of the family. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Hi everybody. This is this is Debbie Grubb, Manatee County Council of the Blind. <laughs> My name is Ryan Cordell. I'm an AV specialist for Florida Council of the Blind. <laughs> Give it up for this man, y'all, because he don't have no weekend. <laughs> We are his weekend. <laughs> All right. Who we got at this table over here? Yeah. Hey, everybody on Zoom. My name is Jose Cintron. I'm an assistive technology specialist with uh, Florida Vision Technology. So it's good to be here. Hello, everyone on Zoom. I'm Cherie Dixon, and I'm also from Florida Vision Technology. All right. Lisa ain't here, but you, you see she's got her people right here with us. Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll start at this table with this pretty lady right here. Tony Burrell for Florida Council for the Blind. Where are you from, though? Jacksonville, Florida. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> DJ Doug Freshness, President, Jacksonville Council of the Blind, in the mix. DJ in the house. John Richards with Calm FCB. We're coming to this table back here. We're going to pass it around. I'm Diane Chandler from Stewart, Florida, the proud mother of Lauren Bishop, receiving a sponsorship scholarship tonight. I'm Jeff Chandler. I'm the stepfather of Norm Bishop, the proud scholar, ship winner. And uh, her dog, Kiara, is next to me, who's sitting beautiful. <laughs> I don't think she pooped in the hallway, though. Here, here you go. 
Hi, my name is Lauren Bishop. I'm um, from St. Petersburg, and I am a scholarship recipient. I'm Tom Bishop, and I'm from Jupiter, Florida. Really happy to be with everybody this evening. I'm passing it off. I'm Joanne McCall, proud grandma of Lauren Bishop, and we're here celebrating her award winning. I'm John McCall, uh, along with the lady next to me, celebrating great-grandchild, Lauren Bishop. Give it up, you guys. We got a generation celebrating right here, this young lady in scholarship. Give it up in the room. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, I'm Lynn Roberts. Uh, we're snowbirds. We're in Orlando part of the year and Westerville, Ohio, the rest of the year. I'm Shirley Roberts. Um, I'm a member of the uh, Greater Orlando Council of the Blind and also a member of ACB of Ohio. And uh, we're certainly enjoying our time here. So thank you very much. Hi, I'm Paul Lewis. I'm a member of the Southwest Council of the Blind and president of the Florida Council of Citizens with Low Vision. All right, let's go to this table right here. We ready? All these good people here trying to eat up all this food. Hi, my name is Malargo Thomas. I'm with Miami Chapter. Yeah, hi, I'm Richard Williams for the Miami Metro Chapter. Good evening. My name is Julian Clement, and I'm the president of Miami Metro Chapter. So we have some past people, but I will tell you, Lorraine Clemens is here. You guys, she has been a part of Florida Council for the Blind forever, working in every capacity that I have known. She's a hardworking woman, and so give it up for her. I'm going to fix her. Next time she'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> Here we go. Dan Spoon from the Great Orlando Council of the Blind. Uh -uh. The rest of it. The rest of the other oh, also president of the American Council of the Blind. Thank you. <laughs> Leslie Spoon, Dan Spoon's wife. <laughs> Fundraising chair. <laughs> Melinda Collins from North Carolina, but happy to be here with FCB. Cindy Hollis from Flat Rock, Michigan. Manager of membership engagement with the American Council of the Blind, and I feel like I'm here with my kindred spirits from Florida. Love y'all. I'm Yael Medley. I'm a winner of the scholarship, and I go to Florida State University, and I'm in the chemistry PhD program. I'm her dad, and I'm here just basically to bring her in. Oh, oh my name is Jerry Medley. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> I love it. I'm her dad. That's his name. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I made it to the right. Ooh. I'm Cheryl Pater from Tallahassee Council of the Blind. 
My name is Mark Lear. I'm uh, the treasurer of FCB. Well, I'm also the treasurer of Halifax Council of the Blind and Daytona Beach Blind Bowlers, if you want to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie Lear, and I'm Mark's wife. <laughs> Oh, Cassandra won't let me off. I'm the, I'm the administrative assistant for FCB. I am the membership secretary for Halifax Council of the Blind. And I am the recording secretary for GDUF. I am the convention committee chair. I'm uh, James Oates with the Halifax Council of the Blind, Daytona Beach, Florida. Let's see. I'm Doug Hall, husband of Nancy Burgess Hall, president of Guide Dog Users of Florida. Um, and along with Paul Edwards, two of the longest lasting members of this organization. Uh, my name's Frack, and I go along with Frick, who is Doug Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've, I've been around in the Florida Council of the Blind since 1977, uh, former president of ACB. Uh, I am currently president of the Braille Revival League, first vice president of Library Users of America. Um, so they haven't put me out to pasture yet. But thank you so much for um, being who all of you are. You're what makes the Florida Council for the Blind great. Okay. Hello, Zoom. My name is Elizabeth Bowden. I'm from Tallahassee Council of the Blind. I'm secretary there. I'm also treasurer of BRLF and producer of the Braille Memorandum. Believe it or not, you guys, Paul didn't tell you his name really is not Brack. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to go to this table right here. My name is Peggy Carpenter, and I'm with the chapter of at-large members of Florida Council of the Blind. So we're a new chapter. I think we're the newest chapter uh, that are here. And uh, Terry Suarez is our president next to me. All right, Terry. <laughs> Thank you, Peggy. <laughs> so I'm very honored to be here. Um, there's so many people I want to say thank you to, but we'll do that later. And I just want to say I live in Claremont, Florida. So let's hear it for New Vision for Independence. Woo! And helping us achieve our goal with Anna Lee Rose. And we'll talk about that later. But I'm so glad we're all here. And if you are in a rural area and you're already in a primary affiliate and you want to hang out with some amazing people because we hang out throughout the entire state and you don't have to worry about transportation, um, we're the organization for you. And come visit us tomorrow at the exhibit hall. Thank you. And now it's Dara, one of our members. Dara Lukes from Claremont. I'm a member of Calm FCP and Guide Dog Users of Florida. And the DJ. 
I am Dan Newt. I'm a member of Greater Orlando Council of the Blind and the secretary to the secretary of COM. Hi, I'm Janine Lee, and I am a member of the Greater Orlando Council of the Blind. I'm the activity director, so it's activity chair. That's my name. We're going to do lots of activities. And then I know they're so excited for that. And then I am the secretary of the chapter at large members and the fundraiser chair of that. So, yeah. I'm Bob Carpenter, and I'm secretary to the um, vice president of Calm. <laughs> awesome. You guys, this is so good. I love it. This tickles me to death. Uh, secretary, we got the secretary to the secretary and the vice president to the vice president. How does that work? <laughs> I'm Carl. I'm Carl McCoy from Tallahassee. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Carl McCoy is one of those old standing people in FCB. <laughs> What's your name? But I'm William Benjamin, Blind Willie, out of sight piano tuning service. All right. I'm um, Shorty or Sally Benjamin, and I am, what am I, president of our Tallahassee Council chapter. No, it's not. She's taking this microphone back up to my mouth. Um, I also am uh, membership secretary for the state of Florida, and... And I also do the volunteers for the National American Council of the Blind Conventions every year. I get, get the volunteers. My turn? Your turn. Okay. Wanda Stokely from the Tallahassee Council of the Blind. I serve on several committees, and I'm in charge of exhibits at our convention. So, you guys, before I get to the last person at this table... I just want to know that in the, I just want the Zoom people to know that in this room, we have three icons. We have Paul Edwards, we have Doug Hall, and we have Carl McCoy. And you guys, they deserve a standing ovation because without them, FCB would not even be here. And so on Zoom and in the room, I want a really loud whoop. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I know. So, as soon as he says something, you guys are going to know who this is. He won't even have to say his name. Is my voice really that distinct? You know, in, re in reference to those three icons, um, they wanted to change the name of the room to Jurassic Park, folks. <laughs> For those of you who cannot recognize this Muppet voice, my name is Mikey Wiseman. And, uh, you know, I always get the, I get the privilege of uh, being last, and it, uh, it allows me a moment of, of reflection as the microphone is going through the room. And um, it, 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 it warms my heart and really gives me goosebumps to, to take a moment and, and, and hear and share with my Florida Council of Blind 
family, extended family. We have so many folks visiting us and sharing this event with us from out of from other states. We are we're blessed and proud to, you know, call the president of American Council of Blind our own, right? So that's the that's, um, but but Yes, yes, our, our, our next icon, except he won't make it to the Jurassic Park, right? He'll be, uh, for those of you who are participating on Zoom and, and, and those of you who are not able to optically take a, you know, just take a gander around and absorb this, this room is absolutely stunning and it is because of the people that are in it. We, we have, we have advocates, we have People who have advocated for so long, they don't know how to do anything but advocate. <laughs> we have collaborators, we have leaders, we have future leaders, we have supporters, we have first timers, we have scholarship winners, we have cross-pollination of denominations and races and ethnicities and this is this is like a Benetton ad folks and this is what what Florida of the Council Florida Council of the Blind is. I would like every person in this room and on Zoom give it to yourself a, a strong hand of, of applause for everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. I I I I hold I have a few hats. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my my heaviest one is the hotel coordinator, and then when it's not that one, it's um, the first vice president of the Florida Council of the Blind, and and uh, it, it's 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 a tough job, folks. But we we do it for all of you here in this room. And I, uh, on behalf of myself, and I'm not I'm not going to speak for anybody, but I'm sure all the executive committee will chime in. We are so proud to represent all of you. And thank you for allowing us to do this every year for you. Bon appetit. Who am I? <laughs> Say who I am. That's what she said. That's my sister. <laughs> I'm Mikey's sister, what he said. <laughs> so my name is... Cassandra Jesse. I am the president of Halifax Council of the Blind. I am the membership chair for this gorgeous outstanding organization of the Florida Council of the Blind. And I am also your second vice president of Florida Council of the Blind. That's who I am. My name is Asla and I'm the membership secretary for the Greater Orlando Council of the Blind. Hi, I'm Sherry Seitzma. I'm with uh, FCCLV, and I'm the second vice president, soon to be the first vice president. I'm Marion Strong. I'm from Bushnell, Florida. I also belong to New uh, Vision uh, of Independence for the Blind, and I have my granddaughter for came here for the sole purpose to bring me to this convention all the way from Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> not knowing that she would be so beneficial to myself and so helpful to so many others here tonight. Thank you. I'm Sam. I'm the granddaughter from Texas. <laughs> My name is Jamie White. I am 
a member of the Tallahassee Chapel of the Blind. I'm Marsha Bukala, and I'm a member of the Greater Orlando Council of the Blind, and also my first convention. And I used to go to New Visions for Independence. You guys, you just—it is—I it have no words. I, I have no words. This is an awesome convention. We have so many first-timers. We have people who traveled. Every I, I have no words. And so, if I didn't, uh, Mary Tyson, are you talking? I just want to make sure. So, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to that table. I told you I'm visually. I told you I'm visually challenged. <laughs> Direct me, please. Here we go. My name is Earl Mighty. I'm from GOCB member. Say your name again. Earl Mighty. Okay. All right. I am Jason Goldfield from West Palm Beach, and I'm the chair of the Florida Council of Blind Technology Committee. Hello, this is Tom Babcock. I'm the first vice president of the GOCB, Greater Orlando Council of Blind, and welcome to Orlando. Linda Jacobson, member of Florida Council of the Blind. Eric Jacobson, hanging out with Linda. <laughs> you guys, Linda is one of the people who, when I came to this organization, uh, she was holding an office. And she took a break, and she doesn't know it, but she's going to go back to work part time. <laughs> Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Deborah Gambrell for the Council of the Blind. All right, I want to make sure I didn't miss a table. Did I miss a table? Um, did I miss it? Did I get you guys? Yes. All right, I did it. Get my. Yeah. You guys have a great dinner. Zoom. Thank you. We just wanted you to know who was having a good time. Thank you. Have a good dinner. Okay, hello again. This is Kathy Salemi. The awards committee is very honored to have several awards that we are going to provide for very deserving individuals. We have many very wonderful, hardworking people here in Florida Council of the Blind and that we are very privileged to know and work with. Um, the first award is the Dolly Gamble Award. Dolly Gamble um, was a lady who is deaf blind. She did provide a wonderful insight and um, dedication to um, found the Miami Lighthouse. And um, as I said, deaf blind and um, did many, many great things with advocacy. Um, for the blind community. So I'm going to read now from a letter submitted by our very own Sally Benjamin. 
illustrious membership secretary. Okay. Um, and well, well-deserved award. Okay, so um, the letter goes as follows. I would like to, <laughs> she has more. <laughs> Sally has lots of good recommendations. Okay, so um, I would like to nominate. I would like to nominate Elizabeth Bowden. I know, right? Well deserved. Um, Elizabeth has dedicated her life to making things better for blind people, no matter what it takes. She has worked with many blind adults to help them learn how to be parents and is always willing to braille anything that blind people need so that the they can read for themselves any programs or information they may want to read. Last year, when FCB had a very large file cabinet full of our history, and it definitely was, Elizabeth took on the task of scanning everything in those files to be put into digital format. And she did a great job. <laughs> it was not a one-day job, but many months of work. But she continued until it was done. I feel that she will go to any length to help any blind person who needs it. Thank you for considering Elizabeth for this award. Congratulations, Elizabeth. Liz is awesome and well-deserved. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Elizabeth? Okay. Hello, this is Elizabeth. I don't know if this is really happening, but it, I never expected anything, and Nancy really did a big one on me this time. <laughs> What makes this special to me is not um, not only that I got the award, which I never expected to ever win any awards, because all the things that I do, I do just to do them, because there's a job that needs to be done. So I just wait in and do it. I mean, it never, nothing like that ever crosses my mind. And, you know, the very first, one of the very first awards banquets I went to was um, a long, long time ago, and my friend, I don't want to know. Uh, and then um, it was actually this award that my friend Nancy won that year. And so this is what makes me getting this award extra special. I want to thank everybody and especially Sally for nominating me for it. I really didn't expect it. And I think I'll just die right now and it'll be okay. <laughs> All right. The next award that we're going to present is the Henry P. Johnson Award. <clears throat> this award will be presented to a legally blind person who has, through his or her work and through service to or 
his or her community, sorry, I'm not good at reading this thing, his or her community has demonstrated the kind of pioneer spirit and exemplary, excuse me, exemplary adjustment. Individuals who are likely to be considered for this award must succeed far beyond the average individual visually impaired, who is visually impaired. This individual, now I'm going to read why this person got nominated. Um, this individual was the bureau chief of the Re Rehabilitation Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired for Impaired in Daytona Beach, Florida, and was responsible for the overall operation of the center. In addition, they oversaw and the maintenance and security of all DBS facilities on Daytona campus. They participated in planning construction projects provided on-site supervision and contract management. This person has a Bachelor of Arts degree in computer in computer and information science from the University of North Florida. This individual has um, been with division since night science since 19, 1992. Sorry, um, this individual has been blind most of their life. In 1977, they joined the other blind advocates who were interested in a strong state excuse me a strong state agency for the blind together they lobbied the legislature and as a result of their efforts legislation was passed legislation was passed legislation was passed elevating dbs to its current status as a division of the department of education in 1988 and 1990 this individual set up the found, set up the found, foundation accessible technology computer labs for St. John's River College and University of North Florida. 
the Halifax Council of the Blind is proud to nominate Ed Hudson for the Henry P. Johnson Award. If you're here, come and get your award. <laughs> Congratulations, Ed. We have so many wonderful individuals in the Florida Council of the Blind Organization. One such individual, an icon, I would say, is William Alfred Boots, known by most as WA, very much founding individual for Florida Council, very involved. The award that we are about to present, we have a letter, again, written by our very own membership secretary, Sally Benjamin. She makes excellent choices. Um, this particular individual, we have a letter. Dear FCB Awards Committee, I would like to nominate Wanda Stokely. <laughs> for this award. So again, this is the WA Oots Award. Wanda has done exhibits for about nine years. And I must say the exhibits down there are wonderful. So I'm excited to go back again tomorrow. Anyway, okay. So um, she has done exhibits for about nine years. When she started out, she had never done it before. Now Wanda gets many exhibitors each year, and she always tries to get new ones. Also, in our chapter, Wanda has been president and vice president. Once she gets a job, she does it with no complaining and asks for no recognition. Well, she's getting recognition now, Wanda. Okay, well-deserved. Plus, it is done. Please hold your applause one moment. I just have to expound on a little more about Wanda. Wanda has so many accomplishments. Plus, it is done with love for FCB and done correctly. Wanda has also served on several committees. She is very involved, and I feel she deserves an award for all of her hard work. As do we all deserve, feel she deserves this. We definitely feel she does deserve it. <laughs> Congratulations, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> I love what I do. Yeah. And the Lord just made me this way. Thank you so very, very much. But Wanda, if you keep crying on my shoulder, I'm going to send you the dry cleaning bill. <laughs> Okay, the next award we're going to present is the William Just Bill 
Feral Humanitarian Award. And just to give you a little background, this recipient, the recipient of this award may be blind or sighted, but must have gone to great lengths to better the quality of life of people that are blind or sighted. They're blind. The people that are blind. The recipient should have demonstrated a sincere concern for his or her fellow humans, just as Bill always did. Uh, a good candidate for this award would be one who has worked in the field of rehabilitation, EI mobility, instructors, teachers, or rehab counselors for, um, for example, membership Florida Council of the Blind is not I lost my place again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should have um, a prereq. Oh, they don't have to be a member of the Council of the Blind, but they anyway. Anyone who over the years has contributed their time and care caring for others especially people who are blind or visually impaired. We all know the importance of exceptional, uh, exceptional student education teachers in our uh, public schools. But who uh, prepares these visual educators for their important mission? The recipient of this award has been a professor of exceptional students education at Daytona State College since 2009. Not only the not only have they provided instruction to many of our educators, but this person has also been a leader in our community who brings together ESE teachers and occupational therapists to help a wide variety of dis disabled students. This individual received their doctorate from the University of Central Florida and is the author of STCE, Exceptional Student Education. This award recipient is Daytona State uh, College Associate Professor of Exceptional Student Education and Elector, elect, 
elementary, sorry, elementary education, they have they they have worked in education for almost forty years, teaching extra extraordinary extraordinary student in grades K through 12 in three different states. They worked in the Orange County area schools system as an exceptional education teacher slash behavior specialist. This individual is a member of Teachers Without Borders and leads students groups to areas where they are most needed. This individual and their spouse live in the Ocoee, Florida, in Ocoee, Florida. The Halifax Council of the Blind recognizes and an outstanding service to disability community provided by Dr. Mary Ann Grommel. She will win the Just Bill Award. She's not here. She's not there. Okay, Randy from Halifax, could you please come up? Just stand up and I'll have them bring the awards over to you. Randy's not here. James Oates. James, Oates. James Ellis is here. Okay. Okay. All right. So that will um, conclude the portion of the state awards and we'll do chapter and affiliate award after Gabriel concludes his um, scholarship awards. Well, that is uh, an amazing recognition to wonderful people who have paved the way for all of us. I always find it very um, fulfilling to have our scholarship recipients view the, the path ahead of them uh, by listening and learning about exemplary individuals who have made it possible for us to have the equal rights that we have and for them to know that um, what we have today, the services that we have through, whether it be DBS or the, or, or the disability service offices of our colleges and universities has been the product of many, many, many decades of advocacy of great individuals here at the Florida Council of the Blind. And one day we hope to recognize our scholarship recipients as, or I hope you will be recognized, I don't know if we'll be around, <laughs> as one of these state awards recipients. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to be Methuselah or something. <laughs> so before we go into our scholarships, um, I have a special recognition. I have been um, 
instructed to not say anything else. So, Katie, if you could start identifying uh, Mr. Jim Crott on Zoom, please. He, I think he may have raised his hand. And while um, Jim is um, unmuted, I'm going to have Anthony start talking about this special recognition. And if anyone can help um, or assist, I'm sorry, Mr. Carl McCoy over to the podium to uh, also talk about this recognition. Anthony. Thanks. All right, thank you. So I was scolded earlier for not giving my customer a welcome, welcome, welcome. So I'll rectify that right now. Um, but maybe more a little apropos would be, how you doing? Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, um, three years ago, at the first legislative seminar that I ever participated in, I participated under the banner of the Florida Council of the Blind, even though I wasn't a full-time resident of the state at that time. And this person took me under their wing and welcomed me so warmly and a beautiful friendship blossomed from that point forward. This person is someone who just brings light and and bubbles and, and just incredible heart to what they do, everything that they do. But I really couldn't speak on the scope of how valuable to the Florida Council of the Blind, the American Council of the Blind, and each and every one of us in this room, they are. So we asked two folks to say a couple of brief things about this person. And the first person to speak will be Mr. Jim Grott. Hello, everybody. Thank you for letting me participate by Zoom. I will say that it's really hard to not be with you all. I'm glad you're celebrating my absence well, and I hope everybody's having a wonderful time. With some Prosecco, Mr. Jim. <laughs> yes, thank you. What a pleasure and what an honor, a true honor, to be with you all tonight and to have been asked to deliver these remarks. I have had so many jobs and served in so many roles in this organization, but I don't think any of them pleases me or makes me more proud and happier than this one. Her countless years of sweat, unending sweat equity, tears and smiles, frustrations, countered with endless successes, very hard work, scrambling, scheduling, and rescheduling, shuffling, taking of endless complaints, but always exercising fairness in making and executing every assignment and response, and providing constant training, help, guidance and assistance to our FCB members. All of this while at the same time she served our organization as one of our strongest, loudest, and most persuasive and effective advocates tirelessly working to improve the quality of life for all Floridians who are blind or visually impaired. Yes, there are not adequate words 
to truly express our appreciation and gratitude as members of the Florida Council of the Blind to Debbie C. Grubb as the outgoing chair of the Governmental Affairs Committee of FCB. Her legacy, her mark, her countless contributions, wow, they're endless. What can we say but thank you, thank you, thank you, Debbie Rubb. You truly have made us all grateful, humble, and proud. Debbie took over chairing the Public Education and Leadership Committee more years ago than I can count, but I stand before you tonight and swear that she was barely over majority when she took the leadership reins from our own <laughs> legendary Carl McCoy. Without question, she's completely given the chairmanship of this committee her all. My recollection tells me that when she started as chair of the committee, we sent two or three to Washington, D.C. to lobby each year. And now, pre-COVID, we were sending more than eight. Post-COVID, via Zoom, our number of participants in our annual legislative lobbying efforts for her to lead counsel, direct, and assist grew to more than 25. Like yes. our advocacy, her coordination work was always done with enthusiasm, vigor, and hard work, which always came together each and every year to make FCB's participation in national and state advocacy shine. But not only did she provide the leadership and direction of the lobbying efforts of FCB, she became one of our star advocates and lobbyists. I remember her stellar performance when Robert Miller asked Debbie and me to serve on Secretary of State Harris's first task force on voting for persons with disabilities back in 2002 and 2003. Moreover, Debbie has never been shy about sharing all she knows and all that she has learned and believes about advocacy with others, young and old. What dominated Debbie Grubb's leadership over these past years is not one of these traits that I have mentioned here but each and every one of them. She's been able to smile when she needed to smile, charm when she needed to charm, and grin and bear it when that is what was called for. Yes, she more than amply filled the shoes of Carl McCoy, who served as her predecessor chair of the then Public Education and Leadership Committee. And she filled those shoes so well that she certainly did way more than President Miller could 
ever have expected from our public education and leadership, now legislative committee chair. In fact, he could never have asked for, expected, or even imagined a fraction of all that Debbie Grubb has so stoically and generously given to and accomplished in her role as our public education legislative committee chair. She has led by example. She has proven what a true leader and a true participating and giving a team member in this organization is and or should be. Debbie, the shoes you were given to fill were big, but you have filled them so admirably well that they will now be all but impossible to take over and fill by any successor. However, like with every other mark that you have made and left on FCB and on your committee, which you have so ably chaired for all of these past years, I know your successor, as well chosen as he was by you, will give it his all and do his very best. But tonight, as we gather in the spirit of celebration, love, and gratitude to you, we say congratulations on a job way more than well done. Thank you, and we welcome you to your new role in semi-retirement. <laughs> we respect you, we admire you, and we will always remember and love you forever. Thank you. So folks, thank you, Jim. Thank you, thank you. That is the exact reason why I asked Jim to do this because I could not possibly have done justice. Um, Carl is going to speak for a minute and then we have a special presentation for Debbie. So here's the mic. Eric, if you could bring it to Carl. Eric, I'll take. Well, if I was smart, I'd probably say second that motion and sit down. <laughs> I, I, I certainly can't equal the eloquence of uh, Jim Crott. <coughs> But I can certainly second the motion and say Debbie has done an outstanding job of organizing our advocacy, and particularly in Washington. And the, and the whole Washington scene that we so many people participate in each year was really heard, uh, founding, and following through. And that I know did, particularly early, required an awful lot of everyday work. And uh, so she has done a marvelous job of that. And so I simply want to second the motion. I'm sure Anthony will do a good job in the future. But I think <clears throat> I'd like to also emphasize the fact that we're all advocates, every one of us. 
And I was proud to hear everybody introduce themselves tonight. And so when those five people got together some 70 years ago, that was the reason they got together and had worked all that time. I tell people I come from a background where they wouldn't let a blind person fly on a plane even after they'd sold you a ticket. Because that actually happened to me, and that I've, all, I've never forgotten that. And there's always more to be done. So we're happy to have the kind of leadership that we have had for the last 20 so years, and I'm sure we'll continue. And I hope that all of us take it seriously, though. There's, there are not nearly as many need for advocacy as there was 70 years ago, but there will always be a need for an advocacy. And every one of us, if you join this organization, you ought to be an advocate. So again, congratulations to um, Anthony for this new job. And thanks to Debbie for making that advocacy activity grow. So thank you and congratulations to both. Wow. Um, so I very, hum I very humbly accept the torch as it's passed, but there are at least two enormously huge pair of clown-sized shoes that I don't know if I'll ever be able to fill. As we celebrate this, I think to myself, if you look in the if you look in the dictionary for the definition of a true lady, you wouldn't find any words there. You'd find a picture, and it would be that of Miss Debbie Grubb. So we present this honorarium to you tonight, and Eric is going to read out the inscription. Thank you so much for tutor your tutelage, your friendship, and passing the torch, Eric. And congratulations, Debbie. We love you. It says the Honorable Miss Debbie Grubb for all your years of devotion, advocacy, and service with Florida Council of the Blind. And it's a gavel. Oh, oh, oh my God. I'll have to. Okay. Well, I promise. I'm not going to go along as long as my wonderful, I, I'm just totally, I didn't know it was me. I really was wondering who in the world this person was. And what I, what I want to say is that it is a joy, it's been a joy and a privilege most of the time, except when it wasn't. <laughs> but but um, I, I, I am so deeply honored that I was deemed worthy to take over from Carl. And um, especially in the beginning, Carl helped me a lot. And I'm here for Anthony. And what I want to say is that my gift to you is our empowerment program tomorrow. Because all of us need to take whatever passions we feel and use them as a steam engine to move forward on our path of recognition of diversity 
inclusion, and equal opportunity for all. So I say to you, let's get out there and be empowered and advocate. And God bless you all and thank you from the bottom of my heart. So this year we have um, our four scholarship recipients. Two of them uh, are able to join us in person, as you heard from the introductions. Um, I just want to really quickly recognize an amazing education, leadership, and scholarships committee, uh, which I chair and um, our very own president of the Florida Council of the Blind, Sheila Young, is our officer liaison. Talk about big shoes to fill. I had to fill her own, and it's uh, <laughs> it's it's I I don't I have no words. Uh, it, it it to me it meant a lot when Sheila uh, got elected president of FCB and and appointed me to chair her baby. <laughs> and um, I just want to share with the new scholarship recipients of 2022, Yale and um, Lauren, who are here with us today, that I myself was in your shoes uh, back in 2013. I was a scholarship recipient. So to present the prestigious Gail M. Cross Edwards Award, I am going to recognize one of our committee members, Mr. Randy Reed. My name is Randy Reed, and tonight I get to present the prestigious Gail M. Krauss Scholarship Award. This award is given to a student who demonstrates academic excellence uh, in their field. And tonight we are awarding the scholarship to Yale Medley, who is a chemistry PhD student at Florida State University. And her ultimate goal is to become a science professor. So, Yale, if you would please come up here and get your... Here's the flag. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and to meet all you and, and to learn what uh, Florida Council of the Blind um, does for um, so many people who have uh, difficulty with vision. And I'm so happy because when I become a professor, I want to share this with all my students and let them know what a great resource you are. Thank you. Okay, so now to present um, our Teresa Blessing scholarship. I'm introducing another of my committee members, uh, actually newest, one of our newest committee members, uh, Mary Tyson. Yeah. Hi guys. Um, I am so thrilled and excited and honored to be able to do this. Like um, uh, Gabriel said, I am very new at this. So my apologies um, but I am thrilled to make this presentation of the Teresa Blessing Scholarship to Lauren Bishop, who is doing something that I'm so excited about. Um, she is attending Stetson Law. Yay, Stetson! <laughs> My niece is a practicing attorney who graduated from Stetson Law about five years ago, so maybe six, 
lose track of time. But I know it's a difficult school, a rigorous program. Thank God she got a partial scholarship also. So um, so I, I would like to make this presentation, and I'm so happy that so many of Lauren's family could be here. That's so exciting. And I, I really had written all kinds of notes and remarks, and I apologize because I left all my notes upstairs. So, <laughs> Lauren? Hi, Hi, Lauren. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And here is your check. Thank you. And my dog is trying to be friendly. Oh, so no, it, no, my we have uh, dueling puppies. They're very interested. <laughs> so thank you all for for letting me uh, make this presentation on behalf of the scholarship committee. And um, congratulations to Lauren. Wow, that's uh, wonderful. Um, I just want to recognize our two other recipients. Um, just going to give an honorary mention in case they're joining us via Zoom or via uh, ACB Media. Our uh, Timothy Turpin Scholarship, who is awarded to a transitioning high school student who has an acceptance letter for a higher education institution, was given to Catherine Salazar from Western Florida. And our Bobby Probst Award, who's given to a student who's either enrolled in a technical or vocational program or who has um, half-time academic load, was given to Luke Picasso from St. Cloud, Florida. So normally, this would conclude the scholarships presentations. And before we head into um, in inviting our president, Ms. Sheila Young, for her president's awards, um, I have, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to say this without uh, crying or without, but anyway, um, I, I want to have uh, someone join me up here for this uh, special, no one, no one, and when I say no one, <laughs> knows about this. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to get fired because I'm doing something that is not within the policy. Um, Doug Hall, could you come up, please? Um, I just want to mention, for those of you who did not know Nancy Burgess Hall, she was a true embodiment of advocacy. And we lost her some weeks ago, and Doug Hall has informed me that he is offering to institute our newest scholarship, Nancy Burgess Hall, for an outstanding student. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, FCB. I'm not going to say I'm speechless because Mary and Katie wouldn't believe me. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm overwhelmed. Anyway, and neither, right, neither would Sandra. Anyway, um, Nancy has been an advocate for years. And I'd like to fund a $1,000 scholarship for a person interested and interested in advocacy and who has um, been an advocate and who is in school that wants to go into a helping profession. And I'll be funding this scholarship. What up? I, I couldn't, I, I don't think there are words or there is a better way to um, just 
immortalize the name of Nancy Bridges Hall, but through a scholarship so that her work of advocacy uh, keeps, you know, just being passed along and becomes a legacy for the Florida Council of the Blind. So thank you. Thank you, Lauren and your family. Thank you, Yale and your dad for joining us. And uh, this concludes the scholarships portion. I'm handing it over to our president, Sheila Young. I'm not the president. <laughs> There's few things that humble me and make me proud at the same time. But serving under the leadership of our president is one of those things. It is my great honor to introduce to you the president of the Florida Council of Blind, Ms. Sheila Young. <laughs> Oh, I've got one in my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I will tell you, this, this could not have been better planned. <laughs> All right, I was crying because of Nancy, because of Debbie. And I just... It's been one hell of a weekend. <laughs> and we're not done yet. It's only Friday. I know. God, I wish it was Saturday. <laughs> Actually, I wish it was Sunday. <laughs> um, all right. As president, uh, all of you that have been presidents know it's really hard to be president. Harder to pick awards. <clears throat> so... I chose three this year. The first one, this individual came into the position totally experienced, but not knowing a thing <laughs> about FCB's treasury. Mark Lear. <laughs> this man emails and calls me all the time if he can't find something, if he's worried. He constantly is paying attention to your money and where it's going. Thank you, Mark. Where's the flag? And Patty's going to read the plaque. Florida Council of the Blind presents the president's special award to Mark Lear in grateful appreciation for all your hard work and dedication to FCB and the community. Awarded June 3rd, 2022, Sheila Young, president. Where is Mark? He's coming. He's taking his way. Walk this way. <laughs> no, it's not karaoke. <laughs> Thank you. There you go, Mark. Thank you. Um, very much uh, not expect, not expect. <laughs> I like to see the money come in. I like to manage it and hope it all gets worked out okay. Thank you very much.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well deserved. The next award, um, this individual does an absolutely amazing job of FCB's record keeping. Um, I've never seen better minutes. So, Mary Tyson. Where is she? Is she over there? Let me see that. And the plaque says the same thing. It just has Mary's name on it. <laughs> as long as it doesn't have Mark's name. <laughs> Mary, um, thanks so much. Um, I am just stunned. I mean, I'm almost speechless, and I know y'all aren't believing that. But I thank you so much because I've had a lot of experience of secretarial work and that sort of something, but man, this is really different. And, um, and so I appreciate your patience and your tolerance while I learned how to do my job. And um, I hope I made you proud, and I hope I continue to do a good job. And I swear I'm not going to get emotional. <laughs> That's why the FCB Executive Committee gets along so well. <laughs> and the last President's Award this year goes to an individual that is hopefully very surprised, has done... <laughs> Beautiful! <laughs> Forever young! <laughs> Um, if it weren't for him, we wouldn't be having this meeting successfully because of our audio and visual, Brian Cordell. This young man has been our savior in many cases, and I just love him. <laughs> I love you too. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And I have always wanted to be uh, more involved in this organization. I never really knew how. So to be able to do this is really quite a pleasure and quite an honor. So thank you so much. I love you too. I told him, I told him earlier when he introduced himself, he should have introduced himself as, hi, I'm Ryan Cordell, and it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he is my nephew, and I'm very proud of him because he does an amazing job. So thank you, Ryan. Okay, we will do the chapter and affiliate awards at this time. And the first, um, can we have you come up in groups of twos? We need the Calm chapter and the Great Orlando chapter up. Representatives from them. Okay, now the Calm the Calm chapter has um, nominated. Uh, well, they they've sent in an award for Annalie Rose, and so we would like for them to just speak on the award. Thank you so much. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> Thank you. That's how we stay calm and calm. Okay. We're huggers. Okay. Um, I can't think of anybody else but a son of Annalie Rose to come join me up on stage. Chris, can you come up? 
Chantel, CEO of New Vision, can you please come up as well? I want everybody to know in this room that COM stands for Chapter at Large Members of Florida Council of the Blind. We would not be united. We represent everyone who does not have an affiliate in the state of Florida. So consider us the affiliate with no borders. Um, and it all started with this woman who was amazing. Um, I lost my sight suddenly four years ago and um, she was never my braille instructor. She was my life instructor. We would spend three to four hours on transportation together because she only lived two miles away. Um, I did threaten that I was just going to move in with her. Um, and then she moved farther away from my home. Um, so, um, but Annalie Rose, um, there's so many people in this room. And for Chris, I'm putting my hand back. Can you come here? Chris, I want you to see if you knew Annalie Rose, please get up and get standing for Chris can see every person that was impacted in this room. This woman did so much for our straight for Braille. She was amazing. Do you see everyone standing? I can't. <laughs> I want you to know what your mom has done. Thank you so, much. so on behalf of Calm, we are announcing tonight that we want to start the Annalie Rose Braille Challenge. Okay, so if you want to hear more about it and you want to be a part of it, please come to our calm table tomorrow in the exhibit hall and sign up to be part of our team. We are super excited because Braille literacy was so passionate to Annalie Rose and us in calm, we would not be united. And I want Peggy, please stand up, my vice president. Um, Janine, are you here? My Madam Secretary, John, Treasurer, Mark, might as well stand up too. We still don't have our own bank account. So Mark's been our, you know. And then we have our Secretary of the Vice President, Bob, and we have our Secretary of our Secretary. And what you've noticed is, is us and calm to cross borders and reach out to everybody is it takes a team. And Annalie Rose, we love you. Um, your sight of starting a chapter at large has been achieved, and we are going to keep uniting together. And thank you, Annalie Rose. So we're going to give an award to Chris. And I want to give the microphone to Chris to talk about it. Um, Annalie Rose um, earned her wings last year so um it's still pretty fresh and i'm so glad chris is here but you want to say some words for your mom yeah absolutely yeah you got it yeah okay. yeah you can read the award all right thank you guys um this is a true honor for me um my mom dedicated her life to blind services and doing everything she can to um help others um, with their blindness. Um, and this award is the Florida Council of the Blind, the Calm Chapter of the Blind, 
uh, Meritorious Service Award presented to Annalee Rose um, in recognition of outstanding service. Um, thank you very much. Uh, and I'm going to give it to Chantel because she worked with my mom more than I did and knows all the good stuff that she did. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Chantel. I worked with Anna Lee for close to five years. I know there are people in this room that worked with her a lot longer than that. But in her time at Miami Lighthouse and at New Vision, working with FCB, Hadley, anything involving blindness, Anna Lee was involved because she wanted blind and sighted folks alike to know that blindness is not a barrier to independence. And that's what we will remember her for. She passed... May 20th, May 20th last year. And so this is beautiful timing. And she's looking down on us right now, telling us to be quiet because she doesn't deserve this. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we need to be talking about her because she absolutely does. Thank you. So I just want to say thank you so much for the time you gave to us to share this with everybody. So if you can raise your glasses, everybody. <laughs> Let's raise your glasses. I can't tell if there's anything in it. Just raise your glass. Get up and get raising glasses. Okay. Um, oh, wait, that was earlier today. Leslie, where are you? Um, and we want to say thank you to all of our angels. And I'm sorry, Mikey, um, they're not paying attention to your role of six at a table. We've got so many angels that are in this room tonight saying thank you and proud of what we are doing to continue the work. So raise your glasses. Annalie Rose, we love you. And we're pushing forward with you. Annalie Rose, tonight you heard it for the first time. We're going to do the Braille Challenge. All right. Thank you. Greater Orlando is here to um, speak on behalf of their nominee award recipient, uh, Mr. Tom Gandikoff. I don't think he knew, but he didn't know. It's okay. So, hi, I'm Janine. I'm from Greater Orlando. Hey, thanks. And I am really lucky that I get to know Tom Babcock, who is our vice president. Um, Tom has made a lot of things happen in Greater Orlando. He um, started some Zoom calls and he's like, we should exercise. So we started Zoom calls on Saturday mornings with Leslie and then he did a book club and he did others and he really believes in that us, we should unite and get together. And I know he has some big plans for support groups and I know Tom has, is new to blindness like me. So when I first got involved with Greater Orlando, Tom took time to talk to me and, and talk to me about what it was like. And I think he was only a little bit longer than me um, with losing his vision. So that really meant a lot to me. So we in the Greater Orlando chapter wanted to say thank you, Tom. So you are our special recipient. And yeah, so come get it. <laughs> Thank you.
Florida Council of the Blind Greater Orlando Chapter of the Blind Meritorious Service Award presented to Tom Bandkoff. Okay, that's not what this says. In recognition of outstanding service, awarded June 3rd, 2022, Sheila Young President. And the Braille also says Bandkoff. Okay, so um, you're Bandkoff now, just so you know, Babcock. Okay. Here's your award. Thank you. Here's your mic. It's sprayed with sanitizer. <laughs> so. Wow, I'm just really surprised. Surprise. It's, just, it's just been, uh, what, four and a half years, Janine? For you. For me, because I've been blind, but it's been a journey, and thanks to uh, Sheila uh, to get me involved in all this, and we're going to keep getting involved. Keep doing it. Are we ready to bike ride yet? Yes. Okay. And touch sculptures. <laughs> and touch sculptures, which is in uh, Osceola Cultural Arts Center starting June 7th, not June 6th, because yeah, they're closed on Monday. But anyway, it's, a, it's, it's Revision. It's called Revision. It's a sculpture gallery, art gallery designed for visually impaired and blind people and will be open through July 30th. It's a great opportunity to touch sculpture, touch art, and get involved. And it's really wonderful. Please please check it out. Thank you so much. All right. Jacksonville Council of the Blind, can you work your way up? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudettes, brothers and sisters, and all who are here. To our chairperson, Ms. Barbara Brown, and to the committee, and before I make my presentation, and I've got to say this, I was sitting here at the table and I couldn't help but think of us, think to myself, how great and awesome a people that we have in this body and organization called Florida Council of the Blind, AKA FCB. And of all the people who are here that are so awesome and do what you do, I want to send a special shout out to our one and only president, Miss Sheila Young. Can y'all help me just give it up for Sheila? Come on. Come on. Do it like, come on, y'all. Clap like you mean it. Yes. Now, I got that out my system. It is my great pleasure to stand before you on behalf of the Jacksonville Council of the Blind as president of this great body in Jacksonville. It gives me great pleasure to not only nominate, but to present an award to a young lady who as our secretary for more than, I don't know how many years, Ms. Mrs. Terrell, AKA T Houston is far and above one of the best, if not the best well-kept secrets when it came to being secretary. She 
went far and beyond, far and above, I should say, all that could ever person do for an organization. Though she may be retired, she is still JCB Strong. So it gives me great pleasure to present an award to the one and only Terrell Terry T. Houston. Let's give it up for her. And you have one more, Mr. President. I have another award to distinguishly and honorably present. And to this person, she may be small in stature, but she is a big, big, and I mean big, contribution to the JCB family. She is, she stepped in and was elected as our second vice president and does an outstanding job. I come to find out in conversation with her, even just recently, that she is from my neck of the woods. Ah, the Delaware Valley, Philly long and Philly strong. Her name is Miss Pamela, and I like to call her Pammy Jones. Let me tell you a little something about Pammy. Yeah, y'all go ahead and click, give it up for her. Yeah. Let me tell you a little something, something about Pammy. She is very passionate at what she does. She is very passionate at what she stands for. And as I said, though she may be small in stature, she is big time when it comes to getting things done in JCB. I am proud to not only serve with her as one of my officers, but I am proud to present her with an award. So give it up, everybody, for Ms. Pam. Pammy Jones, second vice president, JCB. Okay, now we have one more award for Jacksonville, and Miss Tony Burrell will speak for that one. I'm Tony Burrell, and I, on this behalf of the Council for the Blind in Jacksonville, Florida, I would like to present this for award to D-Day DJ Doug Freshness. Wow, talk about a surprise. <laughs> you know, I was not supposed to be here this, this week. And I had said that I was going to go to work because I needed to. But uh, someone twisted my arm. It was a few someones that twisted my arm. And I'm so glad that they did. I am very surprised to receive this award. I humbly accept it and say thank you. Thank you to my JCB family. Thank you to my FCB family. Thank you to my ACB family because we are JCB, FCB, and ACB strong. 
in the mix. Okay, Mary, I'll do you first. Are you here? Okay, Mary, um, Halifax put you in for the Cook Chapter President Award. So that's what you have from Halifax. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, okay, and I was hoping someone would be here to speak in that behalf, but they're not. So, and Mark, are you here? Yes, ma'am. This is for Miss Lois Butterfield. Okay. She was put in for your chapter award. Okay. Okay. We will take these to. I can take hers upstairs. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's Mary. <laughs> 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 okay, now we have one remaining award, and that is for the Pinellas Council. And I think Debbie Dino Downey will speak on behalf of that one. Okay, here we are. Yes, it's Debbie Downey, the awards chair of the Pinellas Council of the Blind. And I've been doing these awards for many years, and I'm usually pretty revved up. But tonight, I'm kind of sad, and it's a sort of a bittersweet presentation, and you'll find out why in a second here. Um, our chapter award winner is Corinne Kava. When Corinne came to us uh, a few years back, she was fairly new to vision loss and other medical conditions. But that didn't stop her from wanting to help others, especially children. She asked our president if our chapter could get involved with the local Marine Corps Toys for Tots program at Christmas time. And this was in the middle of the, the um, pandemic. And he said, I don't know if that would be a good time to do this. We're not having a Christmas party. And maybe you should keep that thought in the back of your head and we'll try again another time. So last year she asked again, and this time the boss said yes, and she ran with it. She contacted the Marine Corps and the local uh, person who was in charge of the Toys for Tots program here, and everyone who attended the Christmas party brought lots of gifts for the local children as well as monetary donations. The Marine came to accept all these wonderful gifts. And it was such a success that we decided to do it on a regular basis, annually. And I thought, wow, what a, what a great thing for someone to do to deserve a chapter award. And my committee agreed. Well, on May 24th, which was just this a week ago, this past Tuesday, I called Corinne and left her a couple of messages I wanted to know if she would at least be able to participate in the event tonight via Zoom. And I never heard back from her. And I began to worry that she was not well. Hadn't been at a couple of our last meetings. And on Friday, our president received a call from her parents. And Corinne had passed away in her sleep on May 23rd. And of course, it was very shocking and quite upsetting. But tonight, I am honored to posthumously present this Pinellas Council of the Blind 2022 Chapter Award to Corinne Kava. May she rest in peace and know that her 
good works will continue on in her name. And I now ask that our president, Eugene Backby, please accept this award on her behalf. Thank you. Yeah, Corinne was uh, 34 years old and uh, she uh, passed away with a heart attack during the middle of the night. Uh, she was a sweetheart. <clears throat> We're going to continue doing the toys thoughts every Christmas in her name. <laughs> oh, Eugene, I'll give me your hug. <laughs> okay, that concludes the awards ceremony for tonight. And um, I don't know if there's anyone else in the room that would like to say anything about someone in their chapter. If not, the awards ceremony is concluded. Yeah.